I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah! It is that time in the show where we find out all the fine print and what actually was said to the announcements. And we go to our friend Tom Korski over at Black Locks Reporter. How you doing, sir? I'm well, thank you, Alex. I guess you weren't at the uh, liberal retreat. I didn't I hear any hard not. questions, so I guess you weren't there. No, they didn't. I, I received no invitation and <laughs> did not attend. Ah, yeah. Well, apparently they uh, did attend and they've got a plan. They're going to fix things. They're going to fix things, Tom. After eight years, they're oh, like, oh, there's a housing oh crisis. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that is great. Well, yeah. that's a good news story. It is. But, but I think it speaks to one of your top stories today about public mistrust in government. And uh, fewer than a third of Canadians have high trust in the government. Gee, I wonder why. This is, uh, of course, the lovely in-house research that does have value. Only uh, polling we read, because it's the only polling that Cabinet reads. Um, this is done, as you mentioned, by the Privy Council, very top of the bureaucracy. And the pandemic uh, gave a beating to public trust in government institutions. Mm. I wonder why. But that's important, exactly, because people discovered they couldn't run a mask warehouse. My personal favorite, though, is the uh, uh, reporters aren't doing well <laughs> on the trust <laughs> scale. Reporters are uh, down at the level of yeah. guys who sell electronics out of the trunk of their car in the supermarket parking lot. Like yeah. you, you can't get any lower than reporters. And that's, of course, all about subsidies. They wouldn't listen. We tried to warn them, Alex, and uh, they wouldn't listen. And there is a widespread perception that reporters are untrustworthy. Media asked for it and they got it. Yeah. I mean, we, we used to be as bad as like a, an ambulance chaser. And now I, I guess we've fallen yet another uh, a peg. But uh, no question, people mistrust. Uh, what did they think would happen when you lock people down and took the bank accounts? What do you think would happen? And it's, no, it's don't sorry. you notice, though, the cho- tone change in Mr. Trudeau? <laughs> now he's all about, we don't yell at our neighbors if they've got a sign or a bad word. You know, we now it's all about embracing them, right? Now he needs the deplore. He'll take the deplorables now. Well, what's interesting also is you talk about a, a change in tone. They recycle their old t- 2015 middle class speeches. You remember middle mm. class and people aspiring to join <laughs> it. I can tell you why they're doing that because their last year worth of continuous monthly polling has told them when you talk about inflation mm. and cabinet says, oh, well, look at our uh, programs for people in abject poverty, like the rental credit. I mean, you have to be right up against it to qualify for the rental credit. Their own research says middle class people don't qualify for those programs and they don't see it. And there's millions of them now. uh, Now, all of a sudden, we've rediscovered the middle class because we're 2024. You're back into pre-campaign mode. Yeah, well, look, uh, the minister of middle class who lasted about 14 seconds, she couldn't define the middle class. So maybe they were like, eh, we don't need that middle class, so we'll just make them all poor. Just here, that's the poor class. We're all in it. Mona Forche, where is she now? Yes, where is she now? She's uh, not been heard from since, well, maybe she's preparing to talk to Anita Anand down the road. (laughs) Meanwhile, um, I I think this study that uh, you got on um, safe supply and harm reduction, I think it's 
I think it's very telling, especially given, you know, this is such a big issue for or the federal government. I mean, this is Carolyn Bennett, who's insistent that we give out drugs because it's, it works. We've got the evidence. And yet the uh, data you got and it's government data says, yeah, no, Canadians aren't on board. They don't get it. And they polled in British Columbia. That's significant because British Columbia is where Minister Bennett in January decriminalized for the uh-huh. first time since 1911, decriminalized cocaine, opioids, uh, fentanyl, other narcotics for simple possession, two and a half grams. So what they polled British Columbians and not just downtown, all around interior BC, the suburbs of Vancouver proper, you name it. And there was universal distrust of this program. All people see is crime and disorder and greater addiction. They don't get it. When asked what they would do, they said, bring back the war on drugs. Let's yeah. see some tougher penalties. And the, the key here is, you said it, Alex, it's public disorder. People are getting tired of seeing that in the parks where they go to play with their children and the feds aren't getting on it. Yeah, and then there was another Privy Council, um, uh, I guess, data research done in 2022, back in June 2022. And we're we're looking, the health people here think it's a great idea to follow BC suit and go decriminalize all these drugs. But a report came out and across Canada, people are like, no, they don't want this. And so obviously, they're not listening to their own polling. No, they're not. And they're there are two sides to this. We are sympathetic and sure. understand where there are MPs who say this is about life-saving services. These are people who have serious health issues. That's fine. But you know what? Ratepayers live in that town, too. And it's their sidewalks and their parks where their kids go to play. It's their schoolyards. Everyone has a story now. If you live in a large urban area in Canada about municipal disorder Mm -hmm. and people aren't going to tolerate it. It's that raw. So if proponents want to say, let's go for decriminalization because we we think that's the answer, you're going to have to answer the ratepayers too. And they won't inexplicably. No, they won't. Uh, but it, the the conversation has definitely uh, changed here. Um, interesting that uh, you know, Krista Freeland, after she paid her parking or her speeding ticket, um, she made clear that that fifteen billion dollars that Anita Anand said that they've got to stop spending all the ministers, all the uh, offices. She's like, no, 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 we're not saving that. We're just going to spend it elsewhere. They're going to take it out of defense. Like it's they're that not doing this to save fun. money. But yeah. I'm like, they're no, going to take mean, this out of defense for sure. It was. <laughs> That part was funny. They redefined savings. They've been talking about $15 billion in savings since the uh, budget on March 28th. The Globe and Mail had a hot, hot story two weeks ago about here comes the cuts, $15 billion in savings. No, no. Uh, Cabinet, including the finance minister, clarified that. When they say $15 billion in savings, that doesn't mean a cut of $15 billion. It just means instead of spending it on Peter, we're going to spend it on Paul. But anyway, the main thing is spending, because that's what happens when you don't balance a budget since 2007. We're so deep in the hole. Debt servicing charges are headed for $50 billion a year, billion with a B. It is the fastest growing federal program paying the interest on the debt. That's a fact. It's a crime. And I love the the question from reporters, how do you convince Canadians you're serious about this? And her answer, 
We're liberals. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I should. We're, liber- We're liberals. All right, Tom, I've got to go. Uh, we'll talk again. Appreciate it. Thank you, Alex. There you go, Tom Korski, Black Locks reporter, subscription-based, and they do deliver. Um, yeah. We're liberals. Yeah, okay. Good selling point.